You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. We a refuse for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech, that's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team, no heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hard true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. But the mic has been turned off. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult. It has an on and off switch. It's true. Yeah. Well, I actually, mean, it's actually the one switch. Yeah. It's just one. It's just the one. <laughs> There's not a separate off switch. It doesn't, yeah. There, that, I mean, that would be, that doesn't make any sense at all. No, it doesn't. Are you recording right now? Yes, we are. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I think all three of us have been in the same room to record since is that the, right? Since the old days at the yeah. old with since the old that place. place, yeah, yeah, the other place, the place, yeah, the place <laughs> that we do not speak of. I did not. I, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there were choices made. The, I mean, and nothing I'm unhappy about. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you that much. Thanks. Yeah. So, hi, folks. How are you? We're at Free Comic Book Day here in beautiful, humid Woodbridge, Virginia. <laughs> Um, it's hot. It's warm. It's 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 crotch pot cooking, as Robin Williams would have said in uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Uh, it is a warm, warm day, but we are very, very happy to be here. Uh, so big shout out to Nova Gateway Comics in Woodbridge, Virginia, for inviting us. We literally get our own table. It's got uh, it's got my name on it because I didn't I didn't have the forethought. So it's your table, and we're uh, just a guest here. Well, it's our table. Table. It's our table. So I'm an honorary Mike Lindsworth for today. You're goddamn right you are. <laughs> oh, go- gosh darn right. Sorry. I'm, uh, yeah, Mike Jr. Jr. Mike the third. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm good with this. I'm good with this. I bet you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, like, people will actually recognize that, like, it, it, it's like me. It's like that's, like, Bruce Wayne and GGR is Batman. <laughs> It's so weird. We invited Bruce Wayne, but Batman showed up. I don't oh, even know. Super strange. I don't get it. How to get the invitation? The odds. How did he even know to be here? <laughs> I'm just. There's a really good meme going around where it's talking about that scene in Batman uh, Forever when they're at the circus and Two Face is like gonna kill all the uh, all the Graysons, <laughs> and Bruce Wayne stands up and screams, "Harvey, I am Batman!" And like the guy's face next to him that was like. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody reacts. I, I watched that with Gator recently, and she yeah. was like, "You can't hear him." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's. So I guess some things you can't get from book learning. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> you also got to think though too. At the same time, like all the people are like panicking, right? Like, sure, there's mass chaos. Like maybe after the fact, after like you know, kind of like a post mortem, you got people sitting around. And they're like, man. That shit at the circus was crazy. Yeah. Can you believe that? Dude, I could have sworn so I heard loud. I could have sworn I heard Bruce Wayne yell, I am Batman. Bruce Wayne stood up next to me yeah. and said, I am Batman. Nobody else heard that? I don't Just think he me? said that, man. There's no way he would have said that. I mean, True. come on. Bruce Wayne is Batman. Look at him. He's like, like a soft. Is Robin. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he's like a, he's like a soft playboy. Come on, he's not gonna do that. He's like a soft playboy. Look at him. He's doughy. Just <laughs> yeah. I mean, hard playboy. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it depends on who is uh, hanging around. Oh, hey. <laughs> so it's a live. Uh, well, not for you because, you know, you won't hear it live. Uh, but it's live for us. We're yeah. recording on location. There, on thank location. You. Thank you. For we are in the building for thank, Free Comic Book Day. Thank yeah. you for the update. I appreciate that. I guess this is a building because it's a tent. and We're, we we're, we're under the tent. Yeah. yeah. We're adjacent no. to the building. We're adjacent to the building. Attention. We are not in the building. We building. are adjacent to the building. <laughs> Perpendicular, if you will. <laughs> the question becomes, how important are you? Are you in the building or building adjacent? Yeah, we're building adjacent. We're building adjacent. We are we're perpendicular to the building. But we're one table away from the biggest guests at the show. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you the, know. The question becomes is, are we going to be able to just, like, like, yell at them and be like, hey, come over and talk to us? You think so? I mean, it's possible. I mean, we could try. Worst case, they go, no. Yeah, get out of here. And we edit this out. Beat it, nerds. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so this okay. is fun. I wanted to at least start. Keep yeah. taking pictures. Oh, 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 you need action pictures. Yeah. Okay, all yeah, right. Yeah, keep talking. Yeah, quit. Okay. <laughs> quit, quit. It's going to be genuine, god damn it. Quit. 
I, yeah, I need to. Man. God, I curse so much. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you guys knock off that fucking curse? There are children around. <laughs> Can you watch off that fucking curse and shit? Jesus what Christ. Is, what the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, no, there's a little kid coming by, so we can't curse now. Hello. Oh, look at him. Look at him with his sunglasses and his camouflage shorts. I almost didn't see him there. Goddamn little cunts. He's so adorable. Rude. <laughs> so adorable. Look at him. He's just going to walk over here, right Cute next kid. to the guy with the banjo. Yeah. yeah. Right next to Michael Rossum. Legendary voice actor and banjo player extraordinaire. Oh yeah, him and uh, him and John St. John were, were playing earlier. I'm not even sure, and maybe we could convince him to come over and talk to us. But what's interesting though is, are you noticing that his sign there and the sign there have a different spelling for his last name? There are at least two signs here that are misspelled. Are they really? But you know what? Is this proof of a variant? Oh. <laughs> Listen to this guy over here. So I think a great way to kick this episode off is going to be for us to talk about what if. Because let's talk about variants, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Um, I I personally thought, thank you. It was a delayed reaction. It took me a second. It did take me a second. Um, I got to say, like, it was fun. I wrote a a review for it, which you guys can check out on greatgeekrefuge.com, about Captain Carter. Because okay. let me tell you, what I liked about this, and you guys are literally going to echo sentiments here, so like, you can listen or read, or both. I mean, I appreciate both. Um, overall, it was a lot of fun. That was, that was the big thing for me, is it was enjoyable throughout. Because it was a combination of two things. It wasn't like high concept where it was like, what if this happened? We changed everything. No, it was just like little things that changed. Uh-huh. It was like, if, what if this one thing happened, and then everything else was changed because of it? Oh, so by the way, spoilers. We're going to spoil the yeah. crap out of this. <laughs> there goes another man not convinced that his Just insecure about his manhood. It's yes, unfortunate. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Just, you know. Yeah. I have all okay, this buddy. extra money, but I'm not happy with where I lie in the manhood department. So I'm going to get a loud car. Yeah. It's a good plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or better still, a shitty little car with a loud muffler. Yes, indeed. He I tried. Love, I love seeing like really expensive equipment and shit on like two thousand dollar cars. Hey, this is a nineteen ninety eight Chevy Impala. I'll have you know. Yeah, this Geo Metro can reach speeds of up to <laughs> and including eighty eight miles per hour. <laughs> I'm traveling back the, in time. The guys. speedometer only goes to seventy five, but it'll get there. It, yeah, you know, me. you'll know. Yes. <laughs> You don't have to have the muffler on at that point. It just screams. <laughs> like the scream of a man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So we were talking about what if. <laughs> so we were talking about what if. Um, yeah, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about what if. Because, again, it's a lot of fun. It's not high concept. It's not like really like going to change your, like blow you away or change your mind about anything. But, like, it was a lot of fun. And I was really surprised at how good the action scenes were for an animated show. Um, when Peggy shows up in front of Brandenburg Gate, first off, she shows up, shield in hand, ready yep. to kick butt, and she just mops the floor with those Hydra guys. And when she punches that one dude, just right in the beanbag. <laughs> and, like, punches him in the knee first, then in the beanbag, yeah. and then just, just ruins his day. And you could tell that that was the big guy. That was the guy. They were like, oh, this is, look how big this guy is. He's, yeah. he's good. We're <laughs> going to challenge, boy. we're going to have him go up against the lady. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that lady's going to wish she was never born. Yeah, no, <laughs> fantastic. And like the way that they played Arnim Zola, like he was still just kind of like, I'm not going to tell you anything, Captain Kata. And then she's like, really? And he's like, I'm, I'm just kidding. I tell you everything, yeah. <laughs> Toby Jim. It was funny yeah. to hear like a bunch of these actors come in for a single line. Yeah. And yeah. then that be it. Yeah. But like, I'll give a I'll give a shout out to Bradley Whitford as well. Like, man, that guy plays a scumbag really, really well. He was just it was it was like I feel like they gave him a couple of lines and they were like, here, we need you to say some like some borderline stuff. He's like, no, no, let me take it even further. Yeah. I'm not only am I going to insult her like you know, uh, the fact that she's a female. I'm also going to insult the fact that she might chip a nail if she's on the battlefield. And I was like, <laughs> well done, well done, Bradley Whitford. He, he does lean in. Yeah. He does, and I wonder if, like, maybe they were like, you know what, this this colonel's gonna be a nice guy. And he's like, no, he has to be a dude. Oh no, no, I'm no, sure. no, no, no. This no, is, I know, this yeah. was definitely a, a, a conscious choice. Yeah. Well, uh, he was he was a character in uh, um, what's the show? Why can't I think of it right now? Agent Carter, wasn't it? 
Was it an Agent Carter? Yeah. Agent Carter? Yeah. Or was it he, Shield? Or yeah, whatever the show Age that she had. Yeah. Oh no, Agent Carter was her was Peggy's yeah. show, yeah. Yeah. So she yeah, he was he was in that as like one of the people that was in charge of uh, like one of the higher ups in Shield. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. So like it was basically like him taking over for Tommy Lee Jones, which is unfortunate because I would have loved to have seen Tommy Jones say something to the effect of, um, I cannot I can't even remember the line now, damn it. Cannot sanction your buffoonery. Yeah, if he said that to Peggy, <laughs> just like leaned into her real close and he's like, Peggy, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> that would have been the it's best. look on Haley Atwell's face. What? What? <laughs> it would have been the best callback to something that didn't exist in their universe. That's, yeah. that's, that's what would have been awesome about it. But um, yeah, overall, I really, really enjoyed it. I love the fact that one of the things that I wrote in the article, I said that I really enjoyed the fact that Cap Carter and Steve Rogers still fall in love and it's not because because there's that famous scene in the original Captain America where after he gets out of the like the Vita rays and getting this uh, super soldier serum that she does this like awkward like oh, oh my <laughs> let me touch your chest like and you'll notice she wasn't like really like like really feeling him until like until he got his super soldier serum so I always wondered I was like well that's kind of shallow yeah like, no, no I mean you, you get this scene earlier with you know the, yeah. the whole the whole dance thing yeah yeah where like you know they're, I mean, they're, they're, they laid the groundwork yeah it's like it's so, like a thing of so like she was attracted to him before, but yeah. like he had the glow up and it's like oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. If there was any hesitance before, well, like you were I'm like such a tiny you know, man that I'm going to break. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like well perhaps the tables yeah. have turned. Yeah, it was probably one of those situations. Like you were Urkel before, but now you are Stefan Urkel. Urkel. Stefan yeah. Urkel. Yeah. <laughs> I never even put those two and two together, but now that needs to happen. Oh, Just Steve Urkel, God. Captain America. I mean. And it's so close, Steve Rogers, Steve <laughs> Laura, Laura with the touch. The, uh, yeah. Oh. oh. Which is unscripted, by the way. Is it really? That was not, Haley yeah. Atwell. Just that was her actual reaction oh. to seeing uh, Chris Evans with no shirt, <laughs> all, with no shirt, all look, jacked up. Look, let's, let's let's all be real here, <laughs> okay? Like, Would any of us not mm, be like that? Well, like, uh, well uh, sir, I think we need reshoots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I have to do another one of these. I'm sorry, I was I was, I was distracted. Um, I, I love that they still fell in love. I love that that was still yeah. a thing. It was because there was, like you said, you know, they did have that mo uh, talk about the dance thing, but at the same time too, like that's not that wasn't the main thing. That wasn't the like tipping point for them. Yeah. And also, side note, I love the fact that they made him the Hydra Stomper. They put him in the Mark One. <laughs> yeah. I actually I joked. I was like, oh, he's in the Mark One. Oh wait, I'm sorry, the Steve One. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he was just like that that uh, the montage scene where they're like jumping from like German plane to German plane, just wrecking, wrecking yeah. everything they possibly can. <laughs> I, I just caught myself, so. That's the first uh, censored curse word today. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just jumping, but not only that, they got that swinging like big band theme going yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And there was that moment where like, she's like flying through the air and then she grabs on because he literally put a handle on his back for her, which could be used for other things later, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's cool, you know? Like <laughs> Ride the lightning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the imagery was a lot of fun. Um, I love that uh, Johann Schmidt, uh, Red Skull, is a douche no matter what universe he's in. And he's the same douche. Yep. The whole rest of the world changes because of one thing. And he's like, no, I'm still going to do no, the no, same no. thing. I'm, yeah. I'm still I got to be me. <laughs> <laughs> really feeling myself today yeah it's going to be good but yeah i really enjoyed that but not only that how friggin satisfying was it when that giant squid comes out of the portal and just crushes him he's just like it is hydra's champion yeah smush <laughs> which like oh, yeah. you you managed to to release whatever like yeah. eldritch horror why did you think you'd be able to control it? Yeah. Well, like, because we're both monsters, just and we hate everything. The hubris of the Nazi. We'll be. <laughs> yeah. We will be best friends. Yeah. Yeah. You are the monster. I am the monster. We will be friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it did have a real like Schwarzenegger vibe to it. So yeah. so I'm I'm the robot. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> this is the scene where I release. The, the squid monster uh, from the, the horse of universe and um, um, it's going to destroy all of the allied powers on my behalf because we are besties and uh, uh, it's just really exciting times and oh no it grabbed me oh. and now oh, now oh that's right this is the scene where it pulls me into into the portal and and, and then I die <laughs> 
<laughs> and and then uh, everybody is looking at Peggy Carter because she's very attractive and now she's very attractive now, woman, now oh, yeah. muscular as well. She's and, very tall, yes, yeah. broad-shouldered. Men, men like women that are attractive. She clearly lifts. Yes. It's very impressive. Yes, yes. Uh, she has an Instagram where you can see her various deadlifts that she does. I mean, it's a pump. She clearly has a pump. She's been doing push-ups. <laughs> yes. And you know, I got. To, I've got to say, I'm very. I was Miss Universe, so I see this and I know. <laughs> You know, it's the kind of work that's involved. Like she's not, she's not doping. Oh no! Oh, you, are you? Oh, I'm being told she's exclusively doping. That everything comes back to a particular series of shots. This is very unfortunate. So the concept that she could be an amazing Olympic athlete is uh, flawed because uh, she <laughs> would not be legally allowed because she is on illegal agents that no one uh, has actually <laughs> been able to vet in any way, shape, or form. So any endorsement that I gave to Captain Peggy Carter, I take away. We're going and to run that back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Y you know, Arnold, that this has been recording the whole time. Oh, I have to kill all of you now. <laughs> it's so unfortunate. What did Rambo... I know what you thought. MC, what did you think yes. of the show? Let's start with MC, <laughs> and then we'll come to what has become a new segment on GGR. Here's and why you're wrong, Here's Mike. why you're wrong, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and kick us off, MC. Well, the segment will be Here's Why You're Wrong, Mike and MC, because I also love, love this episode. Hey! Vroom, vroom. Yeah, good for him. Gotta go vroom. Good for him. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I also... Uh, very, really much enjoyed it. Um, I think, I mean, Mike, you kind of said most of the things that I was, I was, I was going to harp on. But one thing you did mention that I did enjoy is the fact that they showed that Steve is still going to be a hero regardless of the timeline. Yes. So that regard, regardless of whether he has the, the serum or a you know big suit of armor that he may not fully know how to use, he, Steve is going to do the right thing and be a hero. And that was one of the things that stood out. Uh, that really stood out to me uh, throughout this, because I did see a lot of people like all across internet land, um, really try to like s poop on Steve. <laughs> Good catch. Uh, well done, bravo. Yeah, try to poop on Steve because they were like, oh no, Peggy's definitely a better captain than he is. What? Yeah. That, did, who that, said that, and why were they wrong? I mean, the internet. You know, if it's on the internet, it's always right. It's uh, not Steve enough. Rogers would have voted for Trump. Oh. It's not yeah, enough yeah, yeah. to like something. <laughs> I have to denigrate something else. It, like, exactly. They just don't get it. It's okay. That's all right, internet. You, you're, you're it's like Steve's going to be a hero regardless, so like, yeah. how does that make you look? Yeah, but, he, uh, he absolutely was, yeah. But like, aside from that, like, I, I, actually, I, would, like, I was kind of on the fence about the, uh, the animation. Um, like kind of coming into it, like I was hoping it was going to hold up. Yeah. And you could definitely tell that there were spots where you know they took some liberties <laughs> with um, with the animation. But overall, like it, it it was very watchable. It was very enjoyable. Um, I liked all of the callbacks to you know the first Cap movie. I liked the fact that Sebastian Stan came back and they allowed him to be funny, like a, a guy. I, you know, he was able to play Bucky in a way that he really didn't get a chance to in the first one. Yeah. It was, it was, they didn't have to do like, okay, so we want you to be Steve's right friend, but also kind of dark for some reason. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just like, have fun, dude. Yeah, almost lost an arm. Yeah. <laughs> almost ripped did, my arm off. Did Neil McDonough come back as uh, Dum Dum Duggan? He, he did, yeah. In fact. Okay. Like, he, I, I thought that was him, I was pretty sure, but like, man, that guy really loves that role. You can tell. <laughs> like, I can't remember exactly what he said when Captain Carter saved him from the, the prison cell. But he said something, he was just like, oh, I didn't know the ladies were on the front lines. And she, like, smashed through the door. He's like, well, I guess they are now. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. They, so did like, han they did handle that well. And, like, yeah. And I thought, that, and, like, one of the other cool things is, like, you get to see what something that Marvel has been trying to do, Disney's been trying to do, is, like, put prominent characters uh, in the hands of women. Um, we're seeing women now become major, major heroes. And it doesn't just have to be a thing. Where yeah. it's it has to be a big strong white dude. No, it it was a British lady. And, I mean, <laughs> and they feel so strongly about her that I mean, I mean they they pretty much already let the cat yeah. out of the bag that yeah. there's going to be a season two of What yeah. If, and they really want to feature uh, Captain Carter in season two. Yeah, 
Because, like, the, I want to go back to that because you laughed at it real quick, like the British lady. It was like, you, when you British harder than lady? Yeah. Because, okay, when you think of, like, badasses, when you think of, like, hardcore, like, this guy, this person is just going to whoop your ass, you're not like, man, that British dude's scary. Like, they're just, like, you're just... It's true. They're going to be like, oh, well, I it, suppose it was, I can the uh, point talk you were, to you out of this and uh, we can have some tea afterwards. Mm, yes, the mm. point you were making was, like, they're, they're, oh, they've been featuring so many white dudes and nonsense and now they got British people. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like British people's agenda. Yeah. yeah. The English are finally getting their their good yeah. in terms of representation. Let me let me let me flip that and I'll I'll recorrect uh, my my statement there. I love to see women in power in places where they should be instead of this whole like it has to be a dude there. Better? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And, and you can also look at it as, as a form of course correction because of who we knew was running the MCU. Oh, back isn't that with, just like a giant middle finger to him? Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, Ike, you know it would be really I great? Mean, he, he probably looked, he was probably as red-faced as Red Skull. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, that's not even cell shading. That's actually just actual live footage of Ike Perlmutter just losing his mind. Yeah. Now I can take off this mask, Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> you can see my true form. <laughs> the, awesome. the shareholders will not appreciate this. Okay, that's a thing now. Just uh, from now on, any Red Skull is just Ike Perlmutter. Just like Ike Perlmutter. So I don't think it is appropriate for us to have Captain Marvel in the prominent role, yeah? We should keep her out of this. And Scarlett Johansson, yeah, no, she's not going to get any money. No. By the way, um, they've announced the other uh, episodes. So there's a, there's a Black Widow episode that's coming out for episode three for what if and it's definitely not her it's somebody else's voice interesting yeah, yeah it's um what's her name uh lake um i can't remember her name now lake bell yes oh, lake bell awesome. is the voice of uh she has that same kind of like husky quality to a quality to her voice well, there you go yeah. yeah what else has she done because the name sounds really familiar she's uh she's done uh, uh um she was poison ivy on the harley quinn show um what else? She's. I think she's done more uh, uh, live acting than voice acting. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to remember what I've heard her in or seen her in. Like. There's a movie she did. I think it's called In a World, and it's uh, it's a it's a movie. Funny enough, about voice acting, Is it really? uh, and specifically about uh, uh, vocal fry. And oh yeah. Okay, hang on. We gotta take a picture because my wife is like, hey, you gotta put the picture on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. And in fact, if any of you gentlemen would like to join us, we literally have a special seat and a special microphone. We are recording right now. Yeah. But not, not live. Yeah. You'll give us a theme song? Oh, sweet. No, you hear this? no, no pressure. Yeah, right? Like, bring your instrument and dance, monkey. Yeah, no, nothing like that. Well, I mean, he is a mic, and here's a mic. And he's a mic. Yeah. Technically, there will be three mics. I like that. Indeed. <laughs> you guys can't really hear it right now, but he is definitely tuning his uh, banjo. Is it... Can we even call this a banjo, or is this... It's a banjo lele. It's a banjo lele. Banjo lele. Like a ukulele. I'm learning so much. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's fantastic. Fantastic. That's fantastic. I didn't even know that was a thing. Interesting. Let's let's get Mike to talk into yeah. the mic, and then he we can hear all of this wonderful information that he's giving. Have a seat, please. So I just want to make sure now because I see that you were both. There's both a Mike Michael Rossum and a Mike Rossun. I'm Rossum. Ross We're just going to keep dunking on these signs, huh? <laughs> I never even noticed it before. Dang. I'm going to fix that. Dang, over here, Mike over here wilding up a talent. <laughs> I know, I'm riling them up. This is what I do. I shake them up before they get on the air. Hey, I need to know these things, you know. Yeah, so I, I did a little bit of research about you, and I see that you are quite the vocal actor as well. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I've yeah. done a few. Yeah, I'm the... Uh, um, I'm a bunch of voices in Fallout 3, all the male ghouls and... Uh, all of the male ghouls. Yeah, and Moriarty and uh, Lesko and, and Gob, of course, being, the, you know, one of the main guys. And um, 
other incidental voices, and then on Fallout 4, I'm the voice of Radio Freedom. Wow. That guy. And so, if you heard this voice and you were like, where where have I heard him before? There it is, right there. You're That's welcome. probably where, yeah. You're welcome, Internet. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, you are also part of the... Uh, I'm trying to remember the uh, the con at sea, or I'm trying to remember the the cruise that you guys do. The which? The the uh, the cruise, the, the cruise ship. That, oh yeah, the yeah. King Kong cruise. King Kong, thank you. King Kong I couldn't cruise. remember the name. Yeah. So yeah. King Kong cruise. So that is coming up, I think, in February. We'll have to talk to John about that a little bit more. But as you guys can hear, can yeah, you hear the I, banjo lately right now? I've been good friends with uh, John St. John and, and Wes Johnson there for quite some time. And anyone who's got a John in their name is okay by me. <laughs> and, um, is that that's the that's the prerequisite? <laughs> no, not prerequisite, but it's a, it's a plus, no yeah. doubt. Doesn't uh, hurt. And and it's a name so nice. John St. John uses it twice. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a it's it a pow works. powerful name. Yes. Yeah. John. Yes. Uh, so the banjo are, are are we are you willing to regale us with your musical skills? Yes, here? indeed. Now th this is people of uh, uh, my age will remember well the the long running cowboy show Gunsmoke. I think you'll remember oh, yeah. that. No? Yeah. yeah, I used to watch it with my dad when they okay, did uh, cool, reruns yeah. on uh, Nick at Night. Right, right. And it goes uh, goes back in radio many years before that. So it was one of the longest-running shows ever, um, both on radio and TV. And it had this wonderful old Western kind of theme. Da-da, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da. Well, I made up some words for it. Okay. So it goes something like this. No, exactly like this. Gone smoke. Today Dodge is filled with gun smoke. But old Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal, is there on the job. Be it a swaggering gunslinger. Or a drunken old cowpoke Or maybe just an old-fashioned crazed lynch mob <laughs> takes a turn there. Let's visit Chester, Doc, and Kitty down at the old Long Branch Saloon The place'll be a hollering and a hooting It's too quiet in the morning, but every day at noon you bet your boots you're gonna see a shooting gun smoke. Today Dodge is filled with gun smoke. Cause those yahoos love gun fighting so. If they'd only hold their fire, there would be no more gun smoke. But then there'd be no title for the show. Yay! Right. See, it gets you in your heart. It gets you in your head. Yeah, yeah. First, first, just the tune. You're just like it's lovely music, and then I, and then I learned something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It's it one of the prettiest uh, TV sheet theme songs I ever <laughs> ran across. I think it's you know. I yeah. like those kind of things. It's something you don't, they don't really do nowadays anymore. You don't really they see... They don't. Yeah. And people have... In fact, uh, Don Lemon had a series on CNN about the history of TV, and he did one episode about the theme song. And uh, the ones that really... St they're still with us, you know, uh, moving on up, and Gilligan's Island is yeah. still around. All those things, they stuck in your head, and they explained the show for you, you know? In, in case, if it was your first time watching it, yeah, you now case, knew... Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, Mike, as far as the things that you're going to be doing uh, coming up here soon, because now, like, things are starting to open up a little bit. Yeah. Like, we're, we're outside right now, so we're not wearing masks. But when we're inside, we're wearing masks. Right. And we're starting to see conventions be a thing. What kind, where can we see you? Where can people come to meet you face-to-face -face and oh, hear boy. your awesome vocal <laughs> talents and I'm, musical skills? I'm one of those elusive people. I used to be out and about a lot more. Uh, oh, I was doing everything I could. Uh, I, I did. I started doing stand-up comedy a long time ago, and I was getting out and doing some of that. I'd do some open mics near me for playing music with some pals. Uh, but really, I'm I'm not out and about a lot anymore. I'm old man, and uh, I, I've had some health troubles about a year and a half or two ago, just before COVID hit. I got out of the hospital, and then the world got sick. It was oh, wow. wonderful, yeah. But. Uh, 
I, I'll be on the cruise, that's for sure, and I'll be at Awesome Con next weekend. Oh, you will? Okay, will cool. Be, yeah, I'll we'll be actually, we're going to be there too. We have oh, our, our first panel is on oh, Sunday. Yeah. Well, I'll probably see you there then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll have yeah. to come by and see you. Oh, please do. Please do. Yeah. It's always a good time. So, guys, this was Mike Rossin. Uh, you can find him. Where can they, If they wanted to find things that you're doing, um, where can they go? Do you have a Facebook page, social media? I do media? have a Facebook page. It's Mike Rossin. Michael, Michael A. Rossin, I think. Or Michael Rossin. You can find me. Um, and uh, let's see. There's a podcast called thelapper2.com. Just audio. And uh, that, that's just a bunch of humor. Me and a guy named Frank, we try to get a laugh or two. And uh, let's see, I'll be at um, uh, uh, MAGFest when that comes around again. Yeah, we, uh, were, next just, time. we were just talking about that, too. Okay. We're really looking forward to uh, MAGFest, yeah. which is typically like January, I think. Is that right, MC? Yeah. I, and if I, we don't I, have another disease setback, I'll be doing the cruise, the King Kong cruise in, uh, I think crossed. it's March. Yeah, fingers crossed for sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely. Thank you for coming over and, well, thank uh, and you for having me. singing for us, man. Absolutely. We appreciate that. That's thank been you. wonderful. I appreciate it. <laughs> Good talking to you. Hang tough, folks. Yeah. All right, sir. We move this out of the way. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, new records being set here, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. The first time we've ever had uh, banjo lele on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe that it's been seven years and it's taken us that long to have a banjo lele on the podcast? I mean, I, I was just wondering when we were going to get our shit together enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, had we hit the, the, yeah. the saturation point where we were deserving of a banjo lele? Uh, well, obviously it's now. You gotta Clearly. have a, you gotta have sustained 150,000 subscribers. <laughs> the time is now. I talk I talk to the people. The, the internet has people. Yes. Um, I talked to the internet and they were like, "You guys are almost there." All their PR. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rambo. Well, hold on, hold on. First, MC. Yes. Have you have you comfortably and adequately said your piece about yes. what if? Yeah, I've I've pretty much gotten it. Gotten okay. Out. I'm pretty we much. We love We absolutely loved it. James, how do I'm, you feel about it? I am happy you guys enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. I liked it, but... Well, no, but. I mean, that's the thing. I liked it. But... There it is. Um, I think it may be, may be the single worst thing that they've put out. Um, here's the... Okay. All right. I am really excited for more Captain Carter content. I'm really looking forward to them uh, continuing to use her character. Haley Atwell is fucking awesome. Yep. And uh, I was down to see that story among the myriad problems I had with that show. Um, I mean, and, and like, you know, let's do this. We'll tr we will try and, and divide this into positive and negative. Okay. Positive. Really enjoyed Captain Carter. Looking forward to more of her character. Uh, I thought the animation was rendered beautifully. Uh, I usually have a pretty big problem with the uh, 3D animation kind of posing as 2D. Okay. Uh, that's why I don't watch, a, I mean, I don't watch a lot of anime, period, but I specifically avoid a lot of like the more recent like Netflix stuff because it just looks cheap. It look, It's it's a cost-cutting measure for the most part, and it shows. Um, but I thought, uh, you know, I thought What If looked really great. Um, I thought the voice acting that was good was very good. Uh, uh, including uh, 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 Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher. Oh, he was fantastic. Right? Was awesome. Yeah. Um, so good. I... Is that everything? That might be everything. I thought I thought the action sequences, for the most part, looked yeah. really good. Dude, when um, she, she chucks yeah. the motorcycle? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was awesome. <laughs> and I, 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 one of the things I really liked and I wanted to see more of yeah. is when she's fighting that giant dude. When she, basically, when she has her Raiders of the Lost Ark moment. Yeah. Um, and she's fighting that giant guy. There's a lot of squash and stretch in his face. When he reacts... To, to that nut shot yeah. is a it's a big like whoa like very cartoony thing and I wanted to see more of that um, because so you wanted to dial like that sort of aspect you wanted that dialed yeah. up. if you're if you're gonna do an animated go hard or go home basically exactly okay obviously the, the the fact that this is animated is to save money and time I totally understand that but when that starts showing in the execution that's when I have a problem yeah um, and, do, you know, do the things that the medium is good at. The medium is good at showing very exaggerated features um, and reactions and actions. 
Um, and I think part of that is, why, is one of the problems I had. I thought a lot of the animation looked pretty stiff. Okay. Um, there wasn't enough, like, there, there are 12 principles to animation. I will not go through all of them. Um, but <laughs> Hang on. Let me give you a class here, <laughs> folks. Squash and Stretch <laughs> is one of them. It, okay. and, and it's, it's the, the degree to which um, characters, uh, objects, th things in an animated world deform while they're being interacted with, while okay. they're moving. Um, and it, it, it's the reason that you can't just um, film somebody moving and then draw over top of that and have it look especially good because uh, it's called rotoscoping and rotoscoping where it's purely just drawing on top of live action yeah. looks stiff and boring and flat. Um, you have to exaggerate, you have to lean into things yeah. uh, when you're animating. So um, can I ask a question? Please do. Um, that being said, if they had somehow managed to do this as live action, would that have made you, because you're, you're an artist, You've worked with animation. You've worked yes. with things like yeah. these. So is it because of your expertise that you are kind of seeing a lot of these flaws, do you think? I mean, oh, certainly. Yeah, I mean, once yeah, once you have the experience and the the, um, the vocabulary for it, you're you're not just able to recognize it, you're able to recognize it and, and explain it. It's the difference between uh, someone who doesn't sculpt, looking at a sculpture they don't like and saying, I don't like it, and someone that either does or has the knowledge of it and saying, yeah. I don't like it because I, I think it's unbalanced. I think yeah. it's kind of unwieldy. I don't like the particular anatomy of it. Like you, when you can explain why you feel a certain way, it goes beyond just like, eh, it's not for me. I've noticed that like when people criticize Walt Disney World across the board for things, yes, there's things to criticize, but if they're like, well, I just don't like this because I've been so many times and because Sandy is such like, just a knowledge, like, like, black hole that sucks all of the Disney knowledge in. I'm like, actually, let me tell you about how you're wrong on this one. Yeah, no, I, I get it. When you are when you know a lot about something, you notice things a lot more. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, look, I'm not saying that anyone shouldn't enjoy that show. Yeah. I, I Like I said, I like that episode. I'm really looking just, forward to more I'm of it. I'm just saying, if you're, you know, smart, I, you won't <laughs> like it, obviously. So, so like, like I said, the, the, the stiffness in the animation is... is yeah one of the things. Yeah. Um, I thought a lot of the voice acting was flat. I thought Sebastian Stan in particular was really bad. <laughs> I'd like that he got a little more jokes, yeah, but yeah. like his line delivery, it felt like someone woke him up, <laughs> handed him a, a, a postcard and was like, read this. <laughs> and he goes, what? Huh? Oh, you almost took my arm out of my socket. What? Yeah, okay, that's good. <laughs> um, Haley Atwell was good. Yeah. Um, even Ross Marquand, who does a lot of voice acting, and 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 his his Red Skull is dope. His oh, impression is so fantastic. Good. Yeah, he felt a little flat. A yeah, little, like I, I I don't blame the actors necessarily for that. That is the job of a vocal director. That is somebody you know, who now that you're needs to be directing point, them in the booth. Now that you're making this point, you know what it reminds me of? Of uh, Invincible. Yeah, I can see that. There were a lot of there were a lot of things. In Invincible, where I was just like, "Wow, these are really flat." Now, granted, later on, when they got further into the series, like when we had those scenes with, um, why am I uh, Omni Man, right? Yeah. Omni Man and in Invincible, when he's just beating his ass, and he's just kind of like tweaked a little bit at this point, mm -hmm. and like now he's angry, like, yeah. Um, and there's there's two things I can point out about that. Yeah. One is um, all of the actors, more than likely. Because, you know, when you're doing voice acting, you're not necessarily, uh, you know, when, when you're shooting a movie, yeah. you're shooting out of sequence. Because uh, you might shoot multiple scenes across the script in the same location, because you have the same location. There's no reason to keep renting it multiple times, so you yeah. do it all at once. You don't do it sequentially, because exactly. it just makes sense, yeah. But if you're doing voice acting and you have a sequential script, there's really no reason not to do that yeah. front to back. Now, I'm sure that there are plenty of people who don't, for any number of reasons that I don't know, but that's my, my point. One, uh, he was well into the character by that point. And two, you're getting an emotional extreme. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I think it's, it's, it's tantamount to the difference between stage acting and film acting. Um, when you're stage acting, you know you have to be a little bigger. You have to, yeah. You have order, to, because you're trying people, to reach yeah. everybody in the audience. But when you're film acting, you want to do the exact opposite. Yeah. You want to be more nuanced. You want to be because smaller. Because the audience can literally be right mm -hmm. here. Because yeah. they can be directly on your face and yeah. see every little thing it you're doing. It just makes me think of Futurama when uh, Zoidberg's uh, uncle 
is directing the movie, and he's like, for God's sakes, would people emote? And like he has all, <laughs> he has all the people in the background just like randomly flailing their arms and stuff like that because he was like a vaudeville comedian. So like he just doesn't understand that like you don't need to do that in movies. So yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, everything's big. Yeah. But yeah. So and like I I bet if if they shot that with Sebastian Stan and the live actors, yeah. that that those scenes would have played a lot better. Because there's gonna be nuances that we're not yeah. gonna pick up, and that the animators wouldn't think to put in necessarily. Um, well, and also I want to point out too yeah. that like um, n no shade to Sebastian Stan at all. No, yeah, but I mean, dude's a professional. Yeah, but vocal acting is different. It's yeah. a different job. I, I mean, like we have guys right over there that do that. We probably yeah. can talk to them about it as I'm, well. In fact, like, I think we should. That's an yeah. excellent point. Yeah. Um, because well, they're gonna go. have, you know, I don't know how much on-camera stuff they've done. But they are going to have insights into know, the way you have to change things. I know that Wes has done some on-camera stuff. Like, he's worked with John Waters, and he's done some stuff. So, that I mean, maybe he's the... You know, maybe we can ask Wes Johnson if he would like to join <laughs> us on the podcast in this wonderful seat of, uh, of glory. Oh, he's grabbing his Diet Coke. I think he's coming over here, guys. <laughs> I think he's coming over here. So, so in retrospect, what you're saying is is just Captain Carter can SD. That's what you're saying. That's yeah, I mean clearly yeah. that's obviously what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Hi Wes. Hello there, gentlemen. What are you doing here today? Oh, just talking about stuff and things. Stuff and nerdy things. stuff and things. Yes, sir. Get you all and we situated we here. we realized that you would have a particular insight yes. into something we're discussing. Oh, oh sure. Let me uh Well what is what is the insight? What are we talking about? So here? we're talking about uh what if? The, the first episode of What yeah, It Dropped. Yeah, which I loved. Which, I, I mean, like, I liked a lot of it. They both really liked it. I am a little more critical of it. And one of the things that I found that kind of bugged me was um, I thought a lot of the voice performances were kind of flat. And I'm curious if you well, have... Well, here's the thing. These are the performers in this... Uh, are, are people who are working with movies. Absolutely. Okay, and so there's a difference when you're talking about voice acting. Uh, there's stage acting, which has to be larger, more expressive. Yep. There is uh, film acting, which is small ball. You see people, the look of their eyes, things of that sort. Mm -hmm. You can read a million things in their eyes. And then you've got voice acting, which can be somewhere in between, because you've got to convey emotion with just the voice and if the animation is not up to snuff as far as giving you full range of emotion facially then the voice needs to carry that what you're hearing with some of these people is that they are film actors yeah. and they're giving a really good filmic performance but what they're not doing is giving you that little bit of extra sometimes that you need with voice acting that will fill in the blanks what we're not seeing with the animation. 100% so agree. Yes. one of the things that we were talking about is that you have, uh, you're like a triple threat, because you've done the voice acting. You've well, I've done... been mostly acquitted. <laughs> <laughs> and you... thanks to Double Jeopardy, you'll yeah, be okay. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah there you go. Um, but as far as, um, you've done, like, film as well. Like, I know you've been in, in uh, some of John Waters' uh, I, was, I was in uh, John Waters. Can you say bad words on this? I can tell you my yes. character's name either in the the NC-17 version or the R-rated family version, if you could have such a thing with a John Waters movie. Our, as, yeah, I our, would say our, as our long, podcast is uncensored, but I know they told us they didn't really want us to curse a lot. Well, let's say let's just keep Freak Frank is the name of my, my biker character <laughs> in uh, the R-rated version. But if you're a lip reader, you'll realize it's not free. <laughs> uh, they never change the lips. The lips don't change. They, they, yeah. Anybody who's reading yeah. lips is going, hey. There's a, uh, there's a particular couple shots in Galaxy Quest where it's very obvious that Sigourney Weaver uh, yeah, is not saying, Yeah, I was saying, watching well, it just that. the other night where they, yeah, <laughs> they got to the, the slam, what was it, the, the, the stompers. Yeah. Yep. The stompers. I love that movie. Now, I, uh, the, so <clears throat> I really enjoyed the movie. I thought uh, that... Uh, what If was really a good story. I thought the action was great. Um, a friend of mine hated the lip syncing of the animation. Yeah, a lot of lip syncing yeah. is weird. Yeah. I, I, and I thought that the, the and like I said, to be clear, I enjoyed it. And I thought yeah. that a lot of stuff worked. But I am someone who is pretty nitpicky about things sometimes. And 
Um, basically, I know they can do better, and well, that's what kind of frustrates me. It's better than the Doctor Who animations as far as One, flexibility. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> take take the, what you saw as far as action, movement, flexibility of the What If, and look at the Doctor Who animations, and it's like everybody was suddenly stricken with arthritis of every bone. Yeah. So you know, it's very stiff and it's very you know doesn't move very well. Uh, and again, when you're listening to the old Doctor Who's, these were taken directly from film. So you're, you're hoping to fill in a little extra. It's, it's the lost episode, so I'm sure. happy to get what we can get with those. Absolutely. That being said, there's a certain thing with animation, and the what if, they're spending the money on bringing in the actors. Exactly. I thought the mm -hmm. guy they had come in and replace Steve Rogers did a very credible job. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that was really I didn't impressive. Even, who, who was that? I am blanking on his name. Um, As we have MCpedia over there <laughs> looking at the Google, at Google for us. <laughs> But no, I th and, and, and funny enough, I, I thought he did a really, not just a really good, uh, uh, it didn't feel like he was doing a Chris Evans impression. No. It felt like he, he, was, felt playing like he was playing the character, the character he playing Steve who Rogers, happened yeah. to sound somewhat like Chris Evans. Right. His name is Josh Keaton. There, yeah. Oh, Josh, Josh Keaton. Keaton. Yes, 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 yes. He's yes, yes. done a ton of stuff. He was, um, I know he was Spider-Man in one of the animated series that they did. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, Josh Keaton's been around for a while. So, yeah. I mean, he's flexible. Now, you take a look at, uh, you're looking at uh, Captain Carter herself. Yeah. And she's playing a different game. And sometimes when you get these actors in front of a microphone, I do a voice acting class. And video game voice acting class, what it is is character work. And when you get in front of the microphone, some people, they slump. They just read the lines. You know, the thing is, you have to move. Your facial expressions have to be there. You have to yeah. full on act in front of that microphone and bring everything. Uh, veteran voice actors know that. They're going to bring everything. Yeah. They're going to bring their expressions. They're going to be in the moment. You get people who think, oh, it's so easy just to do voice acting. All I have to do is read. No, yeah. you don't. No, no. there's so, so much, much more involved. Yeah, yeah, and I've noticed, like, for instance, when uh, there's video of you recording a voice or of John recording a voice, that you guys, you contort your faces. And yeah. like, you you stand up and you change like your body um, posture specifically for that and that's you something you can hear body posture you can hear smiling you can hear yeah. facial expressions you can hear attitude there's so many things that people think oh it's just voice no you can hear it unless you're 100% committed yeah uh, it's going to sound like that so what you were picking up maybe on some of these things is people were they were thinking it was just voice yeah and they weren't 100% giving everything they would have given were they on camera. And I, I, I said before, like I don't fault the actors necessarily. My frustration ends up being more for um, whoever was directing the performance. Uh, again, you've got people who do voice directing. That's yeah. a that's a thankless task sometimes, especially when you're dealing Fair with, enough. with celebrity voices. You ever listen to the William Shatner? Uh, the guy trying to give William Shatner tips. Fair, oh, very oh, fair point. You, you read it, and I'll read it exactly as you say. I think I did a pretty good impression of you. No, no, I insist. You keep going. So, yeah, yeah, you know, these guys come in, and uh, not everybody. I, Robin Williams never gave a bad performance in his life. You know. I mean, this this 50-year-old man over there who's doing the impression of the crying baby in the background is 100% committed <laughs> just to the it. role. 100% like, committed. I, I'm really buying. leaning in. Yeah, because yeah. it's not just a baby; it's a colicky baby, and like that that the level of research you you have to really dig deep and find out why this baby's crying. Yeah, you know, and then we'll feel it. We all feel for the baby. Right 100%. Now. <laughs> I I gotta I gotta say. Um, I love, ah, oh I no. love, I love the the Stanley Cup ring, and the gravitas that it brings because it's now a gesture piece for you. <laughs> oh yeah. Because now you're like a, you're like a mafioso. You're like, hey, so we can do this thing or we cannot do this thing, <laughs> but uh, maybe you should be uh, thinking that maybe this is the right way to go. It's a heavy ring. I don't wear it very much anymore. Yeah. I wear it to Caps games. Yeah. And that seemed a little weird last year. I don't know if I wore it to every game because nobody was there. It was just us. Um, but I wear it to Caps games, and I'll wear it to functions. I'll wear it here. Next week, we're going to be at Awesome Con, so I'll wear it to Awesome Con because, let's be honest, Mike, people don't come to see me. They come to see the ring. 
You know, they want to see the ring. Did you bring the ring? No. And they move off looking sad. I can't help but notice that your finger is naked. Yeah, well, some people, they're like, can I try it on? In the old days, I used to let them try it on. And in COVID times, not no, so much. Heck no. But people yeah, no. would put it on there, then they'd make a joke like, ha-ha, I can't get it off. And I'm like, I got a bone saw in the car. We'll Just figure it out. You know. Most of that flesh will be removed. Yeah. I, I do, do you wanna... know about the term degloving? <laughs> I do want to thank you, though, because my son still to this day talks about that. Wearing about the wearing the ring. He's just like, oh. he's like, hey, Dad, remember that time I wore the ring? Yeah, buddy, I, I, have, a, I have a picture. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. I know it was, man, and I'm really glad you enjoyed it. But he t he tells everybody. He's he, like, I would let wear the ring again. you got to be very choosy and careful these days. Remember what George Carlin said? He said, you are all diseased. And I believe that before COVID, now that COVID is here and it's actually verified, and, and you know, it makes me crazy. We, we're wearing masks out here today for folks, and we don't know who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated. But I'll tell you who's not vaccinated. It's the ones who get upset when you're wearing the mask. Yeah. And if they're getting upset, I'm happier than ever I'm wearing the mask. Uh -huh. Heck, I got two. Let's put another one on. Yeah, yeah. just to be safe. I, I'm ready to get a booster right now. Give me a double booster, you know? I, yeah, yes. make me look like Pinhead. Yeah. <laughs> You've hit me with so many injections, even to the skull, I look like the thinker in Suicide Squad, you know? Well, it's, I, was, um, I was enlisted in the military for five years, and when people are like, well, you were in the military, aren't you afraid of these injections? I'm like, are you oh kidding God. me? Oh my God, they like, have no idea. They have no idea that when you're in the military, they line you up for these injections, yeah. and you are going through like an assembly line. You ever see the episode of Lucy where the chocolates are coming through and she's trying? Mm -hmm. That's what we look like going down the it's, line. And they it's have like that, these, but with immunization. But they have these pneumatic guns, and they're not really careful with them. So they're hitting you with these things, and you're getting sliced. I mean, it's not like push this thing pushes one thing of uh, vaccine into your arm. It slices across. It's like watching a phaser cutting across the front of the Starship Enterprise in one of the movies. <laughs> Move on. Next. <laughs> That's what I, the whole thing is. I yeah. read somebody talking about um, getting all those vaccines when they were when they were in basic, and then uh, they're like, "Oh, and you thought you were going to ask what it, like what it was for?" No. Nope. I had somebody in our in our platoon ask about it, and we all got PT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, he asked what was in the shots. Everybody's doing push-ups. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And there's the one. Shots. Yeah. I don't a four know mile what, hike. That's what it was. I don't know what it was. There was one that they tell you it's going to feel like cold peanut butter going through your veins. And you hear that and you're like, yeah, I'm sure some people feel that. And then you get it. I and then know, it does. I want to know who was the one who had the cold peanut butter going through their veins to get the first comparison. Yeah. This yeah. is true. Yeah, hey, remember remember when you were a kid and you guys would uh, just mainline peanut butter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that'd be refrigerated first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like. I'm not a freak. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to take warm peanut butter and just shoot it into their veins? Like a Come monster. <laughs> Jeez. It's ridiculous. But no, man, you're, Wes, you're absolutely right. I, I'm, I am certainly able to, it, it's very easy for me to criticize from a distance. Um, and, uh, well, you have to these days, at least six feet. At minimum. <laughs> yeah, and ideally still masked. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I, I was, I was, I'm excited to see more. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and I hope that the, I hope that more of the actors are more cognizant of the fact that when they're recording, that they're not just reading lines off of Facebook. We'll see paper. how it goes. I mean, this is going to be the last performance we ever get from Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. yeah. And I'm very excited about that. And who knows what Chadwick Boseman's approach was to voice acting. Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of examples of it, but whatever yeah. it is, we're going to treasure it because it's like, I remember when my father passed away and he had made this chili. My dad made a special chili and his girlfriend gave me the rest of this chili and I put it in my freezer and I kept it in there for so long, as long as I possibly could. And I remember eating the last of this chili and it was so good and knowing it was last and I'm crying eating the chili, you know? We're all going to be watching this and enjoying his performance and crying at the same time because this is the last, yeah. the last bit of Chadwick Boseman we're going to get. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's what makes it special. And then you look at people like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans who didn't do this, and I'm they're like, come on, man, Chadwick died and he still did this show. What's your excuse? Yeah. 
Yeah. You got no excuse. Well, my character died. Really? <laughs> it's yeah. a multiverse. Welcome Everything multiverse. is possible. The joys of well, a parallel universe. You know yeah. what it's about. You know oh, what it's about. 100%. In, yeah. order, in order for you to punch through the veil of the multiverse and find another character, this takes a lot of energy. This takes a lot of different sciences. And this takes a buttload of money. Oh, yeah. Lots and lots and yep. lots of money. That's the main ingredient. Yeah. Forget all the other things that will help you travel through the multiverse. You want Robert Downey Jr. to come from a different world? You're going to need a different world of Brinks trucks to back up to his house. Sign on the line that is dotted. <laughs> and like, you know, and, and you know, knowing what little we know about what's going on with uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson at Disney right now, I, I, I can't say I'm surprised that some of these actors were like, no, I'm not doing it. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> where's the yeah, truck right. with my money? Yeah. The weird thing is she signed this contract before COVID, expecting to get a cut of the box office, knowing what these things normally do, but then they sell it online at the same time, and she's not getting a cut of that, Yeah. and it wasn't in her contract, and they're like, oh, I don't know, well, you know, when you get right down to it, they've done a lot of good things over at Disney with Marvel, but don't forget, yes, it's a business. Mr. Horn will tell you. Your time is up, <laughs> Wes. Your time is up. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's it for me, guys. And not only not only did the alarm go off, but it looks like my turkey timer popped. Oh, sorry, that's not my turkey timer. Um, <laughs> I'm just glad you're comfortable with us. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I take that as a compliment. Uh, so you're going to be at Awesome Con. I will be at Awesome Con. Okay. We're going to do Voice of Palooza there. Ooh, oh, uh, it's going to be on nice. the main stage Friday night, and we're going to have. Uh, Jan Johns, uh, Karen Carbone, who is uh, Moira Brown in Fallout 3. Okay. Uh, we're going to have Mike Rossin will be there. Nice. And uh, Craig Seckler, who is uh, the adoring fan. Uh, remember the adoring fan? Bayasura, Bayasura, Bayasura. He'll be there doing that. And uh, we're going to do a panel on Saturday about the Skyrim 10th anniversary. And we're going to be giving away some things, uh, including some uh, Shea Gorath Funko Pops that'll be autographed. You're trying to play with your microphone right here in front Mike's, of everybody. I'm trying to. Mike's was, pop filter is swinging around, and it's bugging the crap out of me. We literally just had a horn go off. We have cars going by. We have people that have obvious issues with their masculinity that have to drive their giant Cars by. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, you I was concerned is, about the, the pop louder filter. the muffler, the smaller the penis. That's yeah. just a theory I have. Notice these guys are normally driving by themselves. It's very often. They're very lonely. <laughs> There's a reason. It's like, yes. it's like the mating call of the small penis. That's what it is. <laughs> Come get me. <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs> So we will we'll be at AwesomeCon as well. We actually have a panel. Our first panel is on uh, Sunday um, at 10.45 in the morning. Yes. Is that right? Where are yeah. you at? Where? Uh, room 103. Room 103. We have a big room to fill, and I don't know if we're going to be able to get enough people in there, but it's we exciting nonetheless. We're, we're, we're hoping we're going to get people. Uh, all, Voice Blues is going to be a late night this oh, time okay. on the main stage, but it's going to be like 7.30. Hopefully we can get some late folks to come in. And uh, when I buy late folks, I mean living people who will show up late. Sure. As yeah. opposed to dead people who always show up at the worst time possible. Yeah, it's just something considerate. I mean, you know, yeah. you're, you're, you finally find the right girl, the moon is out, the music is perfect, and then brains, they just ruin everything. <laughs> well, I mean, not to mention acromancers running around, just bring around whoever they want. <laughs> Stan, stop with the necromancy, okay? Yeah, 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 I know. We don't need to see Grandma today. Yeah, Just, we already raised the family. We yeah. don't need you to raise the Man, family. I really wish Grandma was here for this. You know, no, <laughs> stop, stop. Why is it that everybody says that they wish they could talk to their dead loved ones one more time, but if they did show up, you'd never stop screaming? <laughs> no. You know? <laughs> and truthfully, people say they're watching over you. Does that include the bathroom? Because I need to know. I feel self-conscious. Sometimes you know? I want some private time. Like, this is my time. I don't need you yeah. watching over me. Um, we didn't get a chance to do this last year because, right. you know, COVID. I never got a chance to ask you face-to-face -face how awesome it was being part of a sports team, being the voice of a sports team for years and years and decades, and finally seeing them overcome all of the crap that had happened, all of the stuff that had... It was unreal. It didn't feel real. Every year, 
you know, you're, you're, you're leaving, you always leave with a loss. I mean, it took me 18 years to get to the point where they won a championship. Yeah. And I, had, I looked around at everybody and said, this is my favorite ending to a season so far. I'd have to say it's right up there near the top. You know, uh, we used to say, oh, well, at least we lost on the road, so we won our last home game, so that's kind of a win. You know, now we're kind of spoiled. Oh, wait a minute. He's so lonely. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it, it, it was just an amazing thing. And you look at everybody and you're just incredulous. And we're, we're waiting, we're thinking they might win in those last couple of minutes and suddenly the clock goes out. It was like a Murphy's Law nightmare because we always expect something's gonna come out of nowhere and destroy. The, the, it's always happened, right? Especially with this team, yeah. yeah. Like Murphy's Law, every, yeah, like you said, yeah. But now we've got, I've got a ring. Nobody can take it away from me, and anybody tries, I'll hit them with it. It's a big, heavy ring. You got the bone saw, yeah. Yeah, look at that. It's got, it says my name right on the side. It's awesome. Uh, you know, I'm going to say it has a tracking chip in it. You hear that, people? It has a tracking chip. I will find yeah. you, and I will kill you. <laughs> That's awesome. I, one of the things that we pointed out, because uh, MC and I are both huge sports fans, and we just lost our minds. Like, we were so excited. Like, yeah. uh, we had oh, yeah. talked about how the the typical thing that happens with folk who are not from the D.C. area, they're like, man, why is everybody always so pissed off in D.C.? Why is everybody pissed off? No one talks to each other. Like, that's what we grew up around. That's what we're used to. But that week, after they won that cup, everyone was excited. Everyone was I happy. I love you, man. Exactly. I went to Wawa the morning after we won, wearing my Caps jersey, and people were high-fiving me. A lady bought me coffee. One lady was like, hey, look, my daughter is an intern for Ted Leonsis. Look, she was there in Vegas. Look, she's holding wow. the cup. And I'm just like... You thought you were on the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. That's what's great about it is you, you were. Like, you... This, these were your guys. These were the people that you rooted for. These are the people that you yeah. cried over because we lost to Pittsburgh again, and we finally did it. It was just like, it was amazing. Seeing Cozy do the bird will always remind us of beating the Penguins in the playoffs. Oh, man. The one that got me was when we took over the stairs. Cozy. My Cousy. dog's name is Cozy. I know. I was going to say, yeah. Cozy. Cozy yeah. is my dog, and my dog did not score one single goal for the Caps, just to make that clear. But she keeps getting re-signed every year, man. Yeah, like she's I, cute. Yeah. It's just cuteness factor. That's it. There you go. But, like, when we took over the stairs, and you saw that picture of the guy burning the terrible towel, yeah. like, I was like, okay, we're winning. Like, that's... We finally are taking this back. I just... It was awesome. What Did you get to see... Was it, essentially, did you run into that where every single time somebody saw you out and about, it was just like, West Coast Caps, yeah! Like, yeah, for a little while it was like that, but it, it, it turns very quickly, like, so what about next year, man? We only had about a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a parade to celebrate, and then Trotz was not re-signed. Ugh, yeah. And when that happened, it kind of reset things in a lot of people's minds yeah. immediately for the next year. That's your champion and you can celebrate you can enjoy it for about a week two weeks wow i think most of the team was drunk the entire two weeks <laughs> at, at nationals OB. games oh, it was wonderful oh, it was wonderful and even having the nats come out to uh capital one arena and celebrate their win yeah basically replicating uh the way we behaved and, and it's and we're all like yeah been there done that uh enjoy but them, <laughs> them whipping off their shirts on the uh uh olympia ice resurfacers are going around and yeah, yeah, that's. It was just good yeah. times in D.C. for a little while. Um, thank you for for staying as long as you have, Wes. Um, what do you have anything else on the horizon that we can look forward to? As far as I just what you're doing? finished a very small part in a film called Don't Look Up, which is coming out in the fall. Okay. Uh, that'll be. There's so many famous people in there. You'll watch it regardless. But if you blink, you might miss me. But it was fun to film. Uh, I did a, uh, uh, a, a short film called Celtic Cross that's uh, at all the festivals right now, and it's doing very well, and that may be going, we may be making a feature out of that. Nice. Uh, <coughs> I did a pilot that, we'll see if it gets picked up, but it's called uh, The Spook Who Sat By The Door. It's a remake of an old uh, black exploitation film from the 70s, and uh, Lee Daniels uh, produced it, and it's supposed to be for FX, so I've got my fingers crossed on that one. My character probably is not a recurring character, but I'll take it, man. You know, it, it was fun to do. And uh, a couple little things I'm filming up around the fall. In the meantime, you know, you're always hoping that more game stuff come up that you cannot speak about. And uh, uh, you always uh, 
are looking towards the next thing. I'm, I'm excited about AwesomeCon next week. I'm excited to be out here today and meeting people. Uh, there's a reason to mask up and to stay safe and to distance and keep your hands clean. And if you can get vaccinated, get vaccinated because we all want to keep doing this stuff. Yeah. We want to come out and have fun. We don't want to lock ourselves up and be hermetically sealed for another year and a half. So, come on, folks. Oh, oh they're playing you out. <laughs> John's had enough, basically. <laughs> Mr. St. John's. <laughs> and good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks again, Wes. We appreciate you. You bet. Thanks, guys. Thank you. I had to dick with you just a little. Well, I dicked with you a bit when you had yours last time, so that worked out fine. <laughs> Yeah, he even he even made a joke. Well. He even made a joke too, because I was like, "Yeah, Wes is just so nice. He was super nice to my kid." And he's like, "Oh yeah, Wes loves children." Wait, no, that came out wrong. See, thanks for talking to you. Thank you, sir. See, like, wait, now we need to do live podcasts all the time. Oh, look who dropped in. There. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but back stuff. to me slattering the show. Um, <laughs> By the way, uh, fuck voice actors. No, just kidding. No, he <laughs> makes he made some very good points. Yeah. Um, and I, I am, am not. Uh, uh, I, it is not is not lost on me that a lot of the points he made are a lot of the points I made. Um, but no, man. So like, I guess there's one uh, one concern, one big concern I have, and it's that um, it's it's the same. It's that the show will fall victim to, to one of the big problems that the comic had. And it's that you essentially introduce an element that gets you to change out a character or two. <laughs> we just got... is, that, is that your way of saying that you want to come on as well, John? Because we have a seat for you. <laughs> I was going to invite you no matter what, but the fact that, uh, just so you know, in very, very, very fantastically printed handwriting. Look at those sparkly blue yeah. eyes. I know, look at those baby blues, man. <laughs> That's nice. I'm so hot for you, John St. John. This is going on my desk at work. Like, <laughs> it is a little moist out here. Um, I mean, it wasn't before, but And it in there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!